0: moist phalanges
1: moist phalanges moist phalanges moist phalanges
0: moist Moist phalanges phalanges. one more time for the people in the back moist Moist phalanges phalanges.
1: well welcome back everybody
0: welcome to brew of a kind i'm katie i'm jordan (laughs) we are an absolute disaster today
1: (laughs) it's fine everything is fine the the, The world is on fire everything (laughs) is on fire
0: (laughs) everything is just burning down around us but
1: we're here (laughs) insert that little um dog meme
0: That's that's how I live my life anymore, honestly. At the,
1: <laughs> it's just constant fires. Always. <laughs>
0: always. Um so yeah, I mean, today we we gave a, a a preview last week of what today's theme was gonna be. But today we're talking about ADHD. And let me tell you, today has been sponsored by ADHD. <laughs>
1: the adhd is just absolutely popping oh, today. oh <laughs> my god i'm like coming down
0: off of like the most chaotic just like episode that i have had today <laughs> i sent jordan a video earlier where my house was just in absolute shambles i mean like just stuff everywhere and i'm just like having a total panic attack trying to organize my thoughts even so
1: (laughs) i feel you i feel you i um was up very late last night and then got up about nine o'clock today and was like just moving so slow and then i was like oh no (laughs) i cannot move this slow
0: (laughs) Uh, you know i I kind of had the same issue except like not last night but the night before I did not sleep at all. I mean, I maybe got an hour of sleep.
1: That's so hard. It was
0: it rough. was a rough day. I've been dealing with some health things and I won't bore y'all with the details, but like they just keep piling up because every time like one gets treated, another one pops up. <laughs> so
1: it truly <really> like <laughs> I, it's just downhill after you turn 30.
0: (laughs) My body is just falling apart. And I would like to say it's happening slowly, but it's not. Like,
1: like I know that in my brain, I'm like 22, mm -hmm. but my body is not 22.
0: (laughs) My body, my brain is feeling 22. My body is feeling like 82. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And like it's interesting because last week like i had such a good week as far as like things in my life you know Mm -hmm. but i felt so miserable so it was like i mean at least i had good things to look forward to to offset all the Freaking misery and pain! (laughs) I've been so uncomfortable. I'm
1: so sorry. I hate that for you so much. Well,
0: so I and then yesterday I just like took it easy, and I I took like a little hour, hour and a half power nap.
1: Wow, that never happened. I I
0: don't nap, guys. I really don't. Um, and then like I took some melatonin because I was like, I just want to be dead to the world tonight and unconscious and that's still i still woke up all through the night <laughs> that sucks so much Ugh. so i got more sleep last night but i am just I, I my body is just running on fumes and yeah but i'm okay i'm just like
1: <laughs> just tired um, yeah I I'm just break. <laughs> I'm just
0: exhausted that's all it is like mentally I'm good like I feel good in my brain <laughs> if not a little chaotic but <laughs> but like just physically I'm in a, in a rough <laughs> rough shape right now <laughs> I'm sorry but I'll survive it's getting better. You so. have no
1: choice. You have to. I have to. Right. That's it. <laughs> so this
0: bitch would be doing all of the shadow work to bring my ass back I mean, from the dead. Like
1: <laughs> you don't even want to know the rituals the, that would happen. The necromancy <laughs> that would be happening, like, <laughs> like but, in practical magic or something. Right, you know? <laughs> yeah, be summoning
0: something just to bring my soul back. Oh, but ADHD yeah yeah that's a that's a doozy yeah in this podcast i mean
1: you all have heard it episode and episode again where we just go on our little tangents because our brains just hop that way right
0: i mean like this podcast essentially is like often a demonstration of (laughs) uh, of our adhd this episode is going to be nothing but that i'm sure <laughs> hence
1: the title yeah, right.
0: <laughs> um adhd runs our lives but you know we 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 do the damn thing i'm yeah. I'm proud of us we manage <laughs> neither of us are medicated for it so honestly it, it's Just honest
1: out here raw dog in life <laughs> right, truly
0: truly um and we manage we're adults We get stuff done. We're we're adulting. Somehow, someway. (laughs) So um, we did pull some stories um, about other topics of ADHD. Um, I think we're going to skip our brew of the day today because my body just cannot handle that right now.
1: (laughs) I mean, we can talk about my brew of the day. Uh, Yeah, you go A Mountain Dew Code Red. (laughs) There
0: you go. And I have just been like trying to stay hydrated but trying not to put like too much into my body because it hurts. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh god, it's a it's a delicate balance. <laughs> <laughs> um but I think we can start off with uh, some some little lighthearted Mad Libs just to to really get things going here.
1: I feel like Mad Libs just really scream adhd truly
0: i mean it it just a little glimpse into our brains before we deep dive
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm gonna ask you first okay i need a plural noun stockings an article of clothing oh well shit (laughs) g-string oh my god it's gonna be so good (laughs) (laughs) a verb ending in ing Lying. An adjective. Juicy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A letter of the alphabet. Q. Interesting. (laughs) A noun. Vase. An exclamation. God damn it. (laughs) A part of the body. Belly button. Belly button. <laughs> A noun.
0: I'm just looking around the room and nothing <laughs> is standing
1: out. Bowl. I just wrote that so dumb. <laughs> A place. Uh, home goods. I was there yesterday. <laughs> I'm jealous. A
0: plural noun. Pencils.
1: Pencils. A noun. Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> An adjective. A gorgeous. A part of the body, plural. Butt cheeks. Butt <laughs> cheeks. Cracking them cheeks. A noun. Globe. <laughs> Globe. A plural noun.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> There's too many uh, nouns. I know.
1: <laughs> Phone boxes. Phone boxes? <laughs> okay, doctor. Um, A verb in the past tense. <laughs> Farted? I don't Farted. know. <laughs> Farted. Farted. <laughs> and a person in the room. Jordan. Jordan. All right. Here we go. For bike riders, there's nothing like leaving math class and English stockings behind you, putting on your G string, and lying the trail <laughs> after school. It doesn't it doesn't matter whether it's a juicy bike, a BMQ, <laughs> or a mountain vase. They all make you want to shout, God damn it. <laughs> Feeling the sun on your belly button and, <laughs> and the bowl in your hair as, as you ride along can make you feel like you're in Home Goods. <laughs> <laughs> For a few pencils, you can forget about that mirror quiz, the geography homework, and that your gym clothes were a bit gorgeous today. <laughs> All that matters is you, the petals under your. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I know what's coming. All that matters is you, the petals under your butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> the petals under your butt cheeks. <laughs> and the inner globe. The inner globe that a good bike ride can bring. Ooh, got it. <laughs> Just make sure That your phone boxes are full of air <laughs> And that your chain <laughs> And that your chain is well farted <laughs> Before you head out oh. <laughs> You don't want to have to call Jordan To come get you if you get stranded
0: <laughs> Jordan doesn't want that either Because she doesn't like to drive No,
1: please, I'll come get you But I'll be sad about it <laughs>
0: Oh god. Well that made absolutely no sense, but you know But there were some good laughs. <laughs> the butt cheeks under or the pedals under your butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine what it would be like to try to pedal a bike with your butt cheeks.
1: <laughs> You'd have to have like a really great butt to do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's some talent. Yeah. My face hurts. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Do it, do it. Adjective. Mm, silky. I think you used that one last time, too. Did I? I think so. Verb.
1: Verb. Mm, poor.
0: I forgot that poor was a verb, and I almost spelled it P-O-O-R. No. <laughs>
1: I meant like pour, like pouring tea. <laughs> so that's
0: where my brain is today. A plural noun. Stores. An adjective. Um, poop.
1: <laughs> like to poop. <laughs> the act of pooping. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I said an adjective though. Oh, like a verb. Oh. <laughs> It's like I get brain, that, but my brain really is like verb, yeah. <laughs> it's a poop. Yep. Okay, an adjective. I guess you could go with poopy. Uh let's go with shitty. Shitty.
0: Right in line. Okay. <laughs> now a verb.
1: Oh. Okay. Um uh, You said a verb. I did this time. Uh twist
0: another verb
1: um dangle a plural noun um phalanges
0: you know I almost said that earlier <laughs> <laughs> You know, now the trick is learning how to spell it. I'm just winging it here. I
1: like to use it because uh, my friend Jess oh, just hates the word phalanges. And Take that, Jess. I love Jess so much, but I think it's also fun to mess with them sometimes <laughs> and say stuff <laughs> like phalanges.
0: Phalanges. <laughs> I was re-watching Friends. Now I'm re-watching Doctor Who, but I didn't finish rewatching Friends, so chaos. Mm-hmm.
1: We're currently um, watching Friends. Yeah,
0: and it just made me think of Regina Falandi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, plural noun. Yodelers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. An adjective. Not a verb, an adjective. An adjective. <laughs> <laughs> um, royal. Now a verb march adjective adjective hot an animal plural an animal plural aardvarks (laughs) i think i spelled that right there's two a's in the beginning right yes look at me yeah a place a place
1: Ooh. um Hmm. goodwill (laughs) A verb. A verb. Um, slap. A noun.
0: A noun. Mm, pickle. You slap your pickle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> A verb. Um, dress. A noun. Oh my God, there's so many nouns. <laughs> Nouns are so hard. There's just so many things in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Um, a noun. Um, bucket.
0: All right, let's go. All righty right. Join the Lincoln Silky School Chess Club where we make checkmates and poor mates. <laughs> <laughs> we are looking for new stores. It doesn't matter if you are a beginner or a shitty chess master. <laughs> <laughs> oh we twist all skill levels oh no <laughs> join the club to learn practice and dangle your chess skills and make some incredible phalanges along the way <laughs> sharpen your yodelers <laughs> and become part of a fun and royal club we march every week and play in hot tournaments around the state So hot, (laughs) so hot. Tryouts to become a Lincoln Aardvarks Chess Club member take (laughs) take place next Tuesday in the school Goodwill. (laughs) (laughs) I wish our school had a Goodwill. Yeah, same. So if you slap chess make your pickle and come to try out. You won't dress it.
1: <laughs> what in the world?
0: Was so dumb. <laughs> and remember, every chess master was once a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not funny, but it's so stupid it's, it's funny. So <laughs> oh, man. Some good old
1: Mad Libs. Always loved us some uh, Mad Libs, for sure. Oh, I
0: i really got to start looking them up like and finding stuff that's not in our book
1: you know what would help if we probably didn't have adhd because we just don't we forget (laughs) right like our
0: preparation for this podcast happens in the 10 minutes before the podcast half the time because it's just who we are as people
1: yeah and it's fine we're just (laughs) doing the thing <laughs>
0: we're still here 14 episodes later so that's gotta count for I mean, something we're doing
1: it still <laughs> like we could have given up and we didn't so i commend us <laughs> we
0: crank out an episode every month i'm proud of us so <laughs> take that adhd <laughs> but without further ado let's talk about adhd all right so our first story is coming from the r slash am i the asshole subreddit and the title is Am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend I don't care about her ADHD?
1: Mm, The title immediately makes
0: me feel like probably. I know, and it's interesting, so I'm curious to see what this is about because, you know, we can always make our assumptions, but who knows if our minds will be changed.
1: I like this person's username. (laughs)
0: You slash kitchen fire help. (laughs) I feel that. That sounds like my day today. (laughs) All right. Girlfriend, 28 female, and I, 24 female, have moved in together in February. She has ADHD that she is medicated for and goes to therapy for. I've known this since before we started dating and did my best to educate myself on how to help her cope with the challenges. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. However, ever since we moved in together, the challenges have gotten worse. She never cleans or does any of the chores. She often leaves containers to grow mold in the fridge until I've started checking every single one daily to see if anything is spoiled. If she puts a dirty dish in the sink, I, it will stay there forever until I clean it. I bought a dishwasher, but she won't load it due to her executive dysfunction. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> she won't take out the trash either and do her, or do her laundry. It's tiring, but I figure she must be suffering from work stress, so I stepped up to help out. But the incident that has made me lose it is the following. More than five times now she has put something on the stove and walked away to be on her phone until whatever she cooked set off the fire alarm oh no what did i tell you i did last night (laughs) 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 my stove has a timer on it that you set for however long you want and it will shut the stove off after the set time has passed God, I need
1: that. That sounds nice. Oh,
0: I've shown her how to use it over and over again so that if she walks away, the stove will simply turn itself off. She never has. I have also brought a ringing timer, but she rarely uses it. Finally, I told her to text me when she wanted to cook if she was worried she'd get lost on her phone so that I can text her a reminder or call her. Well, yesterday I came back home to the fireman in our, (gasps) in front of our building because she had put a frying pan with oil in it on the stove and forgot about it while she scrolled TikTok until it caught on fire and burned down half of our kitchen. Oh no. Literal kitchen fire. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I was very concerned for her and made sure we were, she was uninjured, but I got mad after she didn't even apologize. All she said was, you shouldn't be mad. This stuff happens, and you know it's my ADHD, and I can't help it. This is when I told her that I don't care about her ADHD, that I cared about us being pretty much homeless now, and that I had just lost the security deposit for the apartment, which was three times the monthly rent money, because she refused to use any of the solutions I offered and all the accommodations I've tried to make. She got very upset and left. I couldn't. I couldn't stop her because the landlord had just arrived at the scene and was pissed. It's been a day now, and I'm pretty sure she has blocked me. What? <laughs> as well as made multiple posts citing me being an uncaring cunt towards the mental Ill, mentally ill. Oh. All right. Oh i've had a couple mutual friends and her sister reach out calling me insensitive and saying that i've revealed my true colors and dehumanized her and that i'm putting the money above caring for my girlfriend Mm. even the friend that i am crashing with told me i shouldn't have snapped at her and that by saying i don't care about her adhd i have given her lifelong trust issues when it comes to future partners so reddit am I the deluded asshole here? I
1: think- you know, um, when we first started the story, I was all prepared to be like, yeah, but I, I don't think they are. I
0: don't think I could call him <laughs> an asshole either because
1: because this this girl, she has given her so many accommodation options and said she'll help. Right. And like, I understand having ADHD and the executive dysfunction and not getting stuff done trust me <laughs> uh. but oof I, you burnt the kitchen down
0: yeah your, your adhd stops being an excuse when you're putting other people in danger and when you're putting you know your home at risk and things like that like if there's resources available to you and you refuse to use them
1: also uh. i have to say that in that moment you know op is just getting home and seeing that and finding out and you're dealing with the initial shock of that and you may not be your best self and say the nicest things when you come home and discover that right
0: yeah i think that the friends coming for op saying like that they're giving her lifelong trust issues and they don't care about her and all these things i think it's going too far i think that we're all allowed to have moments where like maybe we don't react in the way that we want to but sometimes
1: sometimes you just can't help it sometimes that's okay yeah i mean i think that we have all experienced that where like just shit hits the fan and you just kind of lose it and it's just part of being human and i'm not saying it's always like the right thing to do but it's just it happens
0: yeah i mean there's times i think we've all said things that like we feel bad afterward and like i'm not saying an apology always fixes it but i really don't even think that what she said was that awful i mean right i don't know i mean I I think they're definitely making a mountain out of a molehill with with what she said and just like ignoring the fact that her partner just burned down the apartment and they now have nowhere to live.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and especially after like, hey, I'll pick up the slack. That's okay. Hey, I have all these different options to help accommodate you. Um, I've researched this and I'm trying to learn about it and I'm trying to be supportive. And to have all that for a partner, because a lot of people don't. Right. And then you still <laughs> don't use it. It's just wild. Yeah. Well,
0: the first thing that I thought, like with a stove with the timer that turns off, holy shit, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, that's really like,
0: cool. That's such a cool safety feature for like anybody, not even just for somebody with ADHD. I'll never forget the time that my mom was making hard boiled eggs <laughs> and she. She forgot that she was making hard-boiled eggs because she got busy doing something else. And all of a sudden, like we're she's like sitting in the living room. I'm in the family room. And we hear this big boom.
1: <gasps>
0: and like <sighs> we go in the kitchen and all the water have boiled out of the pot that the hard-boiled eggs were in. And the eggs like exploded and like hit, you know, like the lid on the pot and everything. And so, like, it made a really loud sound because, like, these eggs, like, exploded. And, like, it didn't cause any harm in the kitchen. But, like, you know, it's very easy to walk away and forget. Last night I texted you and I was like, so I just walked in my kitchen and found a pot of water boiling on the stove that I totally <laughs> forgot about. <laughs> and it had boiled so much that, like, half of the water was gone and I had to put more in it and boil it again. And then I ended up walking away again and, like. It's so easy to do, but you have to, when you know you have ADHD and that it can be debilitating like this, you have to make a conscious effort to try to do what you can to minimize anything that could potentially happen like that could harm other people.
1: (laughs) And, you know, I understand like getting lost on your phone and stuff, but like there are so many apps now that like, Can remind you to do stuff and like so it's right there with you and you're not forgetting because you have this little device right in your hand that reminds you hey you need to go do xyz or whatever well
0: most phones have like a timer on them so like you could easily set a timer and then get lost in your phone and when your timer goes off on your phone it brings you right back to the reality and you're like, oh, okay, I gotta go take care of this. Right. And that might take some practice because I know some of us have a bad habit of just like muting the timer or snoozing our alarm or whatever.
1: <laughs> just call me out, it's fine. <laughs> I'm
0: calling myself out too. <laughs> but like, you, you have to find ways to start coping and working on the the dysfunction i mean that's truly what it is is a dysfunction an executive dysfunction so um but when when your mental illness is negatively impacting other people you do have a responsibility to try to get it under control in what ways you have you know uh, control over
1: exactly i agree i uh i'm not saying it has to be anything perfect but like the, the 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 options that were offered were good. I think so. Yeah, I think OP was trying to be a really like a solid partner, especially for someone who's so young too. Yeah, I
0: mean, there's a four year age difference here. OP is the younger partner, and she is. It sounds like really accommodating to her partner's mental illness and her needs, and so I think her partner owes it to her in return to try. To, you know, keep herself accountable too. Not all of us have had partners like that. Like, I, I'm definitely one of them. Where like I've had a partner that never tried to accommodate my needs. So when you have that, like, that's a that's a good thing,
1: <laughs> right? Partners that like listen to you and yeah. then act on what you say. Truly. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um. I mean,
0: I can't brag on my current man enough with, like, you know, we've only been seeing each other for a couple of months and already it's, like, night and day to what I'm used to. Like, you know, if I tell him something is bothering me or that um, I, you know, if he says something that I'm like, mm, I don't like that, like, he definitely takes that to heart and, like, doesn't make the mistake again. Uh, it's been like refreshing and of course we're still fresh but just to see that kind of effort in the very beginning is so um refreshing i guess (laughs) all refreshing (laughs) it's all refreshing it's just
1: like like a a mint (laughs) (laughs) yeah like because
0: you know sometimes these people are a diamond in a rough not everybody is able to do that so like if you have a partner that truly tries to accommodate your needs and and understand you in that way like the least you can do is appreciate that and try to do the same for them, you know. Right. So if your partner is like, "Hey, stop walking away from the stove before you burn our apartment down." <laughs> Here are some solutions for that. I would I think I would try to work on those solutions. <laughs>
1: right because they're not mad about the fact that like this thing happened they're mad because there were things in place that they partnered didn't use right right and that it, it's something that was very preventable exactly
0: and now has put them both out because the measures just weren't taken so um we do have an update here did you have something you wanted to say before?
1: Nah. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah. <laughs> all right. So, this update says thank you all for the comments, especially the lengthy ones. This has been a very informational thread about how different people deal with ADHD and the different safeguarding and mitigation techniques and methods used in daily life to deal with the challenges that come with this neurodivergency i have chosen not to continue this relationship as my ex-girlfriend's facebook posts have now devolved into lesbophobia against me for some reason what yeah i think i would end that too um (laughs) which further confirms what a lot of you have expressed that a lot of issues weren't from her adhd but simply her not being a very nice or responsible person i suspect that she may have come across this post and it set her off As a final note, I would like to say that reading about the many accomplishments many of you have made happen while fighting this very challenging disability are to be celebrated. And to those who are still struggling, I hope you find the correct coping methods that suit you and make your life a bit more fair. Please consult the comments. Many people have mentioned things that personally worked for them. With that, I wish you all a good evening and thank you.
1: Well, it sounds like it was at least informative for OP.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I, I think that OP probably made the best decision for herself and not continuing that relationship, especially if there's like some homophobia going on.
1: Yeah, I don't like that. Right. Mm. Like what? That-
0: in this situation, what would nothing warrants homophobia? homophobia. Did you say homophobia? <did>. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing warrants homophobia ever. But, like, what about this situation would even take it to that point? I can't.
1: Like, hey, I burned the kitchen down, but now you hate all lesbians (laughs) because you were mean to me. (laughs) Like, I don't understand. Where
0: does that disconnect come from? Wow.
1: Yeah, I don't under... Stand? I don't know my brain isn't doing that job I guess
0: (laughs) I don't know um let's get into some comments here because it sounds like there's a lot of neurodivergency in these comments so I'm here for it the first comment says ADHD and autistic here (laughs) not the asshole The fact that she didn't even apologize for burning down the apartment is telling I would be sobbing because I knew that my brain did the thing. So I would be remorseful to the point of begging for forgiveness. She is using her mental illness as a crutch to be a shit person.
1: Okay. I think I
0: agree with that. I I do too. I, I don't know that I could have summed it up any better than that. I mean, if my mental illness costs somebody their home and put people at risk, um, I would definitely be, like, beside myself with guilt, and I would not have ever, like, not taken responsibility for what happened, you know?
1: Yeah, so I think about this because leaving the stove on is something that happens in our household of... Neurospicy people yeah I mean, um it
0: does. I, I, there's only one person that lives here i can't blame it on anybody <laughs> else either
1: <laughs> well I, I know that we both have done it but like for example when i was drying out my oranges this year oh. that's an all-day project with your oven yeah you know yeah it takes a long time and i think i took about mm, seven or eight hours to do it Whew. yeah it was a long time yeah and i was done probably around like nine o'clock but I got in bed that night and it was around midnight and I was like, oh my God, did I turn the stove off? Yep. And I got up out of bed and I had, Oh good. I made sure, but I still was like, I, I was pretty sure I had done it, but I was like, I need to make sure I, I did it because I don't <laughs> want there to be a fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, That's
0: exactly why. It's the same thing with like a hair straightener. Like I have a terrible habit of leaving my house all day. To go to work and my hair straightener is still on and there i think on my counter in my bathroom there is like a mark on the counter from where i left it on all day and it like discolored the countertop so
1: i've come over here and unplugged your hair straightener before <laughs> yeah
0: well and it hasn't been an issue lately because i've been taking my straightener to the gym and straightening my hair at the gym after i'm done working out and getting ready to come or go to work afterward so like nowadays i hardly ever use it here at the house so it's not as much of an issue but i mean even when i lived at home with my parents my dad would yell at me all the time for leaving the straightener on Mm -hmm. and i see like the have you seen the doormat that's like did you turn off your straightener
1: oh my god (laughs) you need that i need (laughs) one of those
0: (laughs) so like it's one of those things that like adhd like it just unconsciously you know i could burn down my entire house with one simple (laughs) thing and it is my responsibility to take the responsibility for that and take the accountability to start turning my damn (laughs) straightener off so that i don't come home to a house fire right um so yeah i uh i i just there's no way that i can see op being the asshole here especially with how the partner handled it
1: yeah i think just the information we've received like not the asshole
0: yeah i think um one thing like that might have changed the answer is if op said that to their partner and their partner was like super remorseful about what happened op doubled down there might be a different outcome here but like that's not what happened, and it sounds like OP is almost more remorseful for what she said than her partner was for, you know, burning down their apartment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Whew. Good lord. What a start. A doozy. Mm-hmm. All right, well, you want to move on to another one? Let's
1: go. Story Let's- number two. Let's go. Okay, so, like, do you ever think about alligators? what <laughs> okay so today we went to goodwill you know <laughs> and when we were there they actually wheeled out like a new like
0: the oh black, yeah the racks, the racks. They bring out yeah
1: and i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> i didn't want to seem too eager but like i going to go over and see the new stuff
0: <laughs> that's
1: fair so little fox and i you know we pranced on over <laughs> and um they had like all these cute little like you know, figurines and tchotchkes uh-huh. and stuff. Uh-huh. But one of them, it looked like an alligator. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's so cute. It was just itty bitty. And I thought it was an alligator, but it was actually a dragon.
0: <laughs> okay, that's fair. But like, dragon infinitely cooler.
1: Yeah. It, it was like a, it was a little tiny dragon, like hatching out of an egg. But it looked like an alligator. But it was like $2, but it was so little. <laughs> and like, I thought it was cute, but it was just, it was so little for so $2. Little. Yeah. But yeah, I just I don't know. And then alligators. Do you ever think about that guy on TikTok, the the dude who goes and like walks around the Everglades barefoot?
0: There's somebody that does that.
1: Yeah, and he he calls them swamp puppies. (laughs) (laughs) The alligators or whatever that are in is it alligators? Swamp puppies. Yeah, alligators. (laughs) Okay.
0: Yeah, that's freaking funny.
1: Yeah, I like his. It's like fishing Garrett or something. I don't. I can't remember his.
0: Oh, you know what? I think I have seen him. Yeah, because who and bros out here like playing with snakes and shit. Yeah. Like, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-uh. I
1: just I have to. I stop. love <laughs>
0: reputation, but I ain't channeling it like that. Nope, <laughs> keep the nope ropes away from me.
1: <laughs> I have to like stop and watch his content every time I see it though, because like it's just fascinating. It is fascinating, yeah. That someone's just like it's like you know pitch black, dark night time, and he's just like trekking the everglades barefoot
0: (laughs) you know i've been to the everglades and never once while i was there did i ever think huh you know what would be really cool if i walked through here with no shoes on (laughs) i don't even think i got out of my car
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's so wild because he like picks up like the like geckos and lizards and stuff and he's like yoink (laughs) He grabs them, and there's this one video where he has like a handful. There's like six of them in one hand that he's found.
0: You know, I remember when I lived in Florida, those stupid fucking little lizards would get in the house, and you know how hard it is to catch those bastards.
1: Oh my god! Oh,
0: it's like impossible. So those little tiny ones, the little baby ones, they would get under like the the crack of the door and find their way into our apartment. And the cat Whew, she had a field day with them you know how many dead lizards i found in the place good god that is so wild but yeah i mean catching them though that's like they're so fast dude's got to be a professional
1: <laughs> did rogue ever catch them
0: yeah she did she killed a couple of them um that's a good girl we always knew there was a lizard because like she would be so focused on it like her hyper focused you know like her pupils would take over her whole eyeballs you know how that you know that look they yeah. get in her eyes and we'd be like there's a lizard in the house again
1: so we actually have like lizards outside of our house little ones yeah they've started
0: making their way up here
1: yeah and i've never there's never been in the house knock on mdf <laughs> or
0: whatever this is
1: <laughs> um duck on mds but um like they'll like sit on our windowsill like on the outside Mm -hmm. and hermes and karma and khaleesi just love to watch oh yeah
0: oh yeah yeah i i'm not shocked at all if if they were here you know i've seen them in kentucky i don't know if i've seen them in ohio they wouldn't be out at this time of year. I don't think, though, it's too I would, cold. Yeah,
1: I would hope they're, like, they hibernate, I guess. Yeah, I guess so.
0: <laughs> but these two, when a, when there's a squirrel or something, mm-hmm. good God. Yep. God, Sage is so cute when she walks around. Like, when I take her on her walks, there are always squirrels. And she's learned now that they go up in the trees. So, like, when we're on the road, sometimes there's some trees we have to walk under and so she she doesn't look ahead. She stares straight up at the trees the whole time. And so she's walking and her little ears are just flopping around. And she's just looking everywhere that she can for squirrels. Like, I, I can't explain how cute she is, but it drives me insane. Because she will, like, almost trip me because she doesn't pay attention to where she's going. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if there's a squirrel around here, these two will be on the back of the couch together watching it.
1: Oh, yeah. Squirrels and the birds. Like, Karma and Khaleesi are about watching some birds.
0: Rogue really likes birds, too. Um, When we lived in Newport, um, our apartment was on the second floor, and there was, like, a wire, um, like, an electric wire right outside of one of our windows. hmm And, you know, in Newport, we had those enormous tall windows with, like, the really big windowsill. So, like, even I could sit in the windowsill. It was almost like a bench. Mm-hmm. So that's where she spent like all of her time and the birds would land there right outside the window and she would just, she would do her little chittering, her little <gasps> chirping sound. Oh, sounds. she chitters? Uh-huh. Oh. oh my God, it's so cute. We used to call it her, um, her whisper meow because she would go, <laughs> 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 and it would sound like she was like whispering at them. <laughs>
1: I've always wanted a cat that chitters, but uh, my, my girls don't. It took me
0: the longest time to figure out what it was and but she does. She chitters. It's so cute. Cause you know she doesn't meow very much, but yeah. like she will chitter all the time. If you um put like her her laser pointer like on the ceiling, she'll stare up at it and chitter at it. I'll have to get Ooh. it out and see if I can get her to do it sometime. Yeah. She hasn't done it in a really long time, but yeah. <sighs> I told you, this is a demonstration because we went from talking about a story to talking about alligators.
1: (laughs) Okay. I was just thinking about my trip today. (laughs) And
0: now we're talking about squirrels and dogs and cats and chittering and.
1: (laughs) It's just how the brain works sometimes. It's just, or it doesn't work. I don't know. How our
0: brains work anyway. (laughs) We've been going for like a solid seven minutes on these random topics.
1: It's nothing. It's. (laughs) Y'all might want to hear it. It's cool. (laughs)
0: Oh, man. Okay. Do you ever just think about
1: alligators? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but then if we're also talking about alligators, we can talk about, like, Jeremy Wade, the fishing dude, because he goes on those fishing trips, and he also has to face, like, alligators and crocodiles and all that stuff while he's, like, fishing all through the night to catch these, like, nighttime... Fish. <laughs> There's a word for that. <laughs>
0: Nocturnal? Yes. <laughs> that Maybe. one? That's the one.
1: <laughs> oh
0: my God. Um, you know, it's probably for the best that today of all days we pick this topic because I think both of us are just like so out of it that like this is the only thing that we could really do
1: right it's true like i honestly like i'm feeling good i had a really great weekend like i'm good just not focused yeah (laughs) like
0: i think i am just tired i feel good mentally like like i said i've had a really good week um spent lots of time with my dude and like just really just enjoyed my week but I'm exhausted because of the health things. I don't go through health problems very often, like, almost ever. And so, like, I think my body is just, like, what the fuck is happening right now? Right. (laughs) And it's just one thing after another because it's, like, it doesn't know what to do to heal
1: from this. I don't know. I think you just need to, like, stop. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, a day where, like, all you do is like sleep and lay in bed or the couch and just i did that most of the day yesterday you need to do it again (laughs) um
0: but that was because like my body was like i just literally cannot move you you know it's bad when i take a nap
1: yeah (laughs) Y'all don't understand. Katie does not nap.
0: No, I can't sleep. Like, once I'm up, I'm up. So, even if I only got an hour of sleep one night, if I wake up, my ass ain't going back to sleep. Like, it's just, that's not how I function. And so, taking a nap, I do that maybe once a year if I'm lucky.
1: (laughs) Man, you need to wait till the end, like December, for your nap this year. (laughs)
0: Literal hibernation. (laughs) (laughs) um, But yeah, moving on though. Um,
1: This next story comes from the r slash Am I the Asshole subreddit, and it's titled "Am I the Asshole for Starting a Fight with My Mom Over Keeping My ADHD from Me?" Ooh, that's an interesting title. Recently, my mom, sixty six, and I. A uh, 23 year old female were talking about my old high school and my mom was teasing me for doing poorly when i tried to explain that i was putting in an effort she wouldn't let me get a word in edgewise saying that she knew i was lazy and staying up all night gaming and not paying attention in class
0: are you kidding me
1: i was often up late as i frequently had a lot of homework i struggled to understand but i never fell asleep in class and i'd often ask my friends for help with my homework late at night As we wound down from the spat with her telling me I need to shape up, conversation drifted between topics for a long time. Eventually, we came on to the topic of my messy handwriting. I joke that I just think too fast and my hands can't keep up. I knew that feeling. (laughs) Insane. And she laughs and says, Oh, yeah, we had a doctor try to help you with that as a kid. I have no recollection of that. I asked how old I was. I was nine. I asked what they did to help. Apparently, she doesn't remember much given it was so long ago, but he prescribed me Adderall and it helped, but I got too focused on nonproductive things, i.e. handwriting, and she stopped giving them to me. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Continues, so many things clicked for me. I have had so much trouble focusing on that kind of setting. I end up trying to focus so hard. I end up focusing on focusing From there. Yep. Or I'm hearing it, but it feels like white noise. It didn't help that my teacher hated me because I had to ask her to repeat certain easy steps so frequently. I was pissed. We had a fight which largely consisted of her yelling at me and saying, I just had to buck up and use willpower. I told her that it was entirely her fault my grades were so poor throughout junior high and high school. She said it was my own fault for being lazy. I may have called her a bitch. I told her that she was the only lazy one in the room because she didn't actually put any effort into helping me beyond lecturing me about being lazy when she knew that at that point I had been diagnosed and medicated for attention issues. So, am I the asshole for being upset with my mom over this? My friends think I was harsh with her, and my stepdad is pissed at me. My uncle, who I usually ask for advice, won't respond either.
0: Um, no. (laughs) You're not the asshole. Your mom sets you up for failure by refusing to acknowledge that you had, like, legit mental health needs that were perfectly treatable and could have helped you to you know be more successful in school and in life in general and she just refused
1: <laughs> yeah like it sounds like she didn't like want to like label her kid or something as the like, vibe I pick up maybe I don't it's, I know it's not said but why else would you be like I'm just not gonna give my kid this medicine that's helping them right <laughs> like Oh,
0: man, it's I'm telling you, some of these older generations just like refuse to acknowledge that mental health is a real thing.
1: Yeah, like it doesn't need to be have a stigma behind it or anything.
0: No, like if you need help and you need something to be treated, then you should be able to get that help and get that treatment so that you can learn how to function. And like, yeah, I mean, I just don't know what other response would be appropriate here.
1: I don't either because I know I would be so entirely upset if I was treated so poorly and said like, oh, you were just lazy. You didn't do the work. You just didn't put any effort in when I knew I was trying my best and my parent just wasn't supporting me. Right. Yeah. Anyways, I don't think OP's the asshole here. Did you want to read any comments or uh, like, what are you feeling? We can
0: peek through real quick, see if there's anything not the asshole. your mother seems to be i can't see any damage so it's not there
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so yeah i mean basically like if you can't see an illness and it's obviously not real which is a very big stigma that is placed around um mental health in general you know like depression isn't real because you can't see it like what
1: I don't know why older generations feel like they can't talk about those types of things. Like, I don't know why that was like the thing that like they decided to do.
0: I don't know. I think I feel like it's been like painted as like weakness and being weak is bad. So we don't, we're not
1: weak. It's just like so silly to think about like that being painted as weakness anyways. And I guess if you go back, it's just they didn't have the knowledge we have of it, I guess. So that maybe that's why. But but now you do, and you have the ability to learn. So just do better.
0: Right. Like, I, I, I don't, I, I can't pretend to understand it ever.
1: Right. And I could get on a soapbox about this, but like, it's so easy to just take in new information and do better. Right. You For don't sure. have to be like the, the whole idea that like, oh, well, they're an older generation, they're set in their ways.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. And I think continuing to give them that excuse of, well, they're an older generation set in their ways is just another way of not holding them accountable for having to learn like the rest of us. You know, there are so many things that people complain about our generation and like we would never be allowed to use those as excuses as to why we can't change or something like that. But, you know, when it's these older generations, it's okay.
1: Yeah, and I'm not, I, I just, you can do better. You have the same ability to pick up a book, to research, to Google, whatever, and learn about something.
0: Yep, I'll say it all day long. Google is free. Um, And I I just, I don't really know if there's much else that I can say about it. Like, it's just one of those things where, like, she didn't even have to google the doctors literally told her what her child was dealing with and she refused to acknowledge it and she refused to um give her child you know a fighting chance with the resources she was given and back then like the resources were infinitely less available but like
1: but they still existed they still existed
0: and you, you had a doctor that literally gave you a diagnosis so many of us don't have that we were never diagnosed
1: no no it was you know i saw a TikTok about this but they are talking about how neurodivergence is also always painted in how you affect other people and how Mm -hmm. so like if you're like late or you're you know whatever you've leave cabinets open or something you know (laughs) oh okay or you know you don't like to do laundry jordan (laughs) whatever like those like little things though oh man what was i going with this (laughs) (laughs) but they they judge it based on how you're affecting them and not how you are actually functioning
0: Right. And like, I was very much the same when I was younger where like, I've always done the cabinet thing. Now that I think back, I was real bad about it when I was a kid too. Um, whether it was like unloading the dishwasher and leaving all the cabinets open or, you know, going in the kitchen to make something to eat. And I left the cabinets open every time I would get into them. And like, for the longest time, I never put two and two together that it was me doing it. Like, you know, I, I, well, I guess when I lived at home with my parents, I kind of thought it was me, but also it would be easy enough to think like somebody else in the house might be doing that too. And then like when I lived with my ex, I always thought he was the one who would leave the cabinets open all the time. It wasn't until like I lived alone (laughs) and I had nobody left to blame. (laughs) That I was like, not nah, this bitch, <laughs> and now like, you know, you walk into my my kitchen at any given time, and every cabinet's hanging open. The dishwasher might be open. The fuck. F- sometimes the fridge might be hanging open. You know, like.
1: <laughs> but you know, like, if I come in your house and your stuff is like open, I just go in and I like, close it <laughs> or whatever. Like, it's like it's not a big deal to me to be like, oh, that's okay, I can shut that.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because like I was telling you how, you know, my new dude was like you don't seem like you have adhd because he has adhd and so he's like used to seeing what he goes through with it and i was like oh no no i'm really good at masking around you <laughs> and so like when he was here for an extended period of time this past week he got a first-hand demonstration and he's like okay
1: <laughs> and it's not always like that kind of stuff but it's also like the hyper focuses Uh, and like, oh, I'm so interested in this. I'm going to deep dive this and do this and I'm going to be so obsessed with this. And then you put it down and then it's done forever.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You know, I have so many of those.
1: It's, there's so many things like that. And like, it's just your brain functioning differently, but people see that and they're like, oh, well, that's a problem for me because you, you started this project and you didn't finish it or you got all this stuff and now you don't ever use it or whatever. And it's like, I just forgot I had it. Like
0: (laughs) I'm very much the kind of person that if I put something away, I like organization because my anxiety desires for me to organize my life. So my brain likes to organize because it's my anxiety. And that's like my way of coping with anxiety is like, when I'm having an anxiety attack or something, my way of like, Taking control back is controlling my surroundings. So I'm like an obsessive cleaner. And so, like, I obsessively clean, but when I put things away, I forget they exist. So, if I'm obsessively cleaning, like, I one weird example I have is like, I have this hair product I bought and it is supposed to help with split ends. And I was using it very regularly every single day. And then I put it away one day when I cleaned my bathroom, and I forgot it existed for months.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, Derek and I were talking about this this weekend too because you know we experienced that same thing. And he was talking about how like he forgets that he has stuff. Like I bought him stuff to learn how to whittle because he was okay. interested in that, and he used it for like a little bit, and then he put it away. <laughs> it's never been out right <laughs>
0: because with ADHD, it's very much like a out of sight, out of mind thing, and so like you know i i will remember to take medication if it's sitting out on my count counter every day and i walk in the kitchen and see like oh i have these meds. the minute i put them in the cabinet nope so like i'll get on a kick where i'm like oh i'm gonna take all my vitamins and i'm gonna take you know my allergy medicine regularly and my omeprazole and then i get on an anxious you know, and I have an anxiety attack. I clean the kitchen. Everything goes in the cabinet. And suddenly these good habits I've created go right out the window because I forget everything exists.
1: <laughs> yep. That's it.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how this has to do with our uh, story that we're talking about, I'm not entirely sure. I think I we've mean, kind of gotten away from that at this point. But
1: and yeah, that's okay. Because I think we all agreed on the story that OP is not the asshole. No. And, you know, we're just talking about our own experiences and how... You know, we live with ADHD. The best way
0: that I can describe OP situation is sometimes the truth is hard to hear. And when you hear the truth and you don't like the truth, it feels like an attack. So mom is hearing the truth. You know, you set me up for failure. You are the reason that I have all these issues. You could have made my life better by sticking with this medication and instead You refuse to acknowledge that I had mental health needs. That is the truth in this situation. Mom doesn't want to hear it, so now it's harsh.
1: That is so perfectly worded. Yes, I agree with you.
0: Right. Like, sometimes the truth is not fun to hear. But sometimes you need a wake-up call.
1: Yeah, and, like, you don't want to have this kind of relationship with your daughter. Like hearing what they, what your child has to say and like trying to change and do better and like apologize. And right. that's what you need to do in this situation.
0: It's truly, yeah. I mean, you have a responsibility to your child. Like you, you failed to do your part in helping your child cope with this disability, this mental health issue that they're dealing with. And now you have a responsibility to make that right by acknowledging that you failed to do that and that it's your responsibility to now like help them figure it out from here
1: right like you can't go back and fix it no but you can go forward
0: right for sure and you can acknowledge your wrongdoing or your you know your mistakes but when you refuse to acknowledge it and you gaslight people and you don't take any responsibility for the role that you play then you become the asshole so OP's not the asshole, but mom definitely is. Yep. But I think we can move on to the next story from here. Story number three. Let's go. All right. Story number three comes from the R/slash Am I the Asshole subreddit from the user. PM me enormous tits.
1: <laughs> oh, are you gonna PM him?
0: <laughs> Bitch, <Best> I
1: might. <laughs> depends mm. on how the story goes right
0: it says am i the asshole for telling an adhd classmate to go to a doctor because he is distracting me oh. if i pm you it's probably gonna not be something that you want me to no. pm you i don't no. care if you got a- enormous tits that don't faze me all right <laughs> uh, it says so i enrolled in a small private school in a foreign country in late august there are about 20 guys there, all living in dorms in a building. I'm getting along with all of them. Great guys. One guy, John, flew in three weeks after classes began. He and I are both first year, so we have classes together. So I immediately noticed that John was quite talkative and that he would ask questions that would often diverge from the topic at hand. He had these ticks in which he would roll I think they left a word out here. It says in which he would roll his around in an exaggerated fashion. I don't know if that's supposed to mean like eyes or something else, but while sitting at the table, he would rock back and forth on the chair, which would cause a large amount of creaking. Now, John pretty much gave these professors a bunch of irrelevant questions. Some would brush him off relatively quickly while others would indulge in his questions, which would waste quite a bit of time. He gave some joking comments when he realized that he was going off on a tangent and would say something along the lines of, sorry, ADHD. I honestly thought, given how he said it, that he was doing the stereotypical self-diagnosis. Well, there is an extra class that focuses on developing oneself, and that is honestly my favorite class. The problem is that John, again, asked irrelevant questions, and by the time we would get back to the topic at hand, a good chunk of time would pass. After a couple of weeks of having to deal with this, I stopped him after a lesson and in private told him that while it is certainly good to ask questions, the professor needs to have time to actually talk about the topic at hand. John said that he definitely spoke too much, again, joked about ADHD, and said that he would definitely keep it in mind. Sometime later, an issue with having a relative send me a package with meds occurred, and I was telling John about it. He said he could relate, as customs confiscated his Vivance, yup, ADHD, he said that w- one of the professors recommended getting it, and that he hasn't gotten it, to it yet. A couple of weeks passed after this exchange, and again, he would be a constant disruption in class. Eventually I got fed up, took him aside, and told him something along the lines, look, dude... You are an absolutely amazing guy, but the creaking from the chair, the random questions you ask, and the fidgeting you do is honestly a huge distraction to me, and I think the rest of the class. If you were taking Vivance, you need to go to a doctor, because I honestly can't take it. Oof. Yeah, because it's all about you, right? Mm -hmm. His response was sheepishly, All right, I'll see what I can do. Well, that was an hour ago, and though he has been busy with something else and looks fine i feel like a dick as you should Mm -hmm. aside from the occasional strange way he acts and how he disrupts the classroom he is a kind and fun he is a kind and funny individual given this am i the asshole for harshly telling him to go see a doctor and start taking medicine because he is bothering me
1: yes a million bajillion (laughs) bazillion percent yes i mean i feel like the professor is the one in charge of the class so if it was that much of a distraction, the professor would answer the question and be like, "All right, we're gonna get back to the topic on hand," and that would be it. So, if the ki- the person's asking questions, let them ask questions. That the professor's answering them. Why is it such a bother?
0: And truly, like, what gives you the right?
1: Yeah. First
0: of all, I don't. I, I guess depending on the country, these resources are not readily available to everybody
1: all the time. Right, like, if you were, I'm assuming this is not in the United States. It sounds like it's in the UK. I think they said that, maybe. Oh, I must have missed it. I don't, maybe I just assumed that. It says foreign. Oh, it just says
0: a foreign country, okay.
1: But, like, if you were in the United States, you couldn't just go to the doctor, (laughs) you know? No, I mean,
0: (laughs) not everybody has access to insurance and just healthcare in this country is a joke as is, but, like, it. It's really coming from a place of privilege to be like go see a doctor
1: right you don't know do they have a way to get there do they have the money to pay for it do they have whatever i mean like i don't know
0: right and um and then like just what gives you the right to tell anybody that like i mean if it's a distraction to you and you're struggling that's a you problem and you need to find a solution for yourself you don't need to tell other people to find a solution because it's distracting to you. It's your responsibility that if you're distracted, you figure out how to manage.
1: And I would even say if it really is bothersome to you, maybe talk to your professors about it. Be like, hey, like I'm really struggling with this. Is there a way that like you can redirect them or something? I mean, there's a way that like the professor's in charge of the class, right? Mm -hmm. It should be the one who is like, hey, let's get say on topic or something. I don't know. But like it's not this kid with adhd's fault that like he's curious and has questions right but he's he's allowed to ask them
0: right i mean if it was really like becoming that big of an issue in the class i'm sure the professor would say something
1: right but you shouldn't be shamed because you're asking questions and because you have you you're moving your body
0: right and what gives you the right to diagnose anybody and tell them like you need to get your issues under control. Like you don't know what they're going through. Right. Like, again, if you're that distracted, then you need to find a solution for yourself. Yep. Um, then the first comment says you're the asshole. He can't help himself, but what's your excuse? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, um, I think that probably about sums that up. Um, this is an interesting comment. It says you're not the asshole for telling him that his behavior was bothering you, but you're an asshole for telling him that he needs to go to a doctor and get medicated because he's annoying.
1: Oh, I think that's fair. Yeah, that's a fair comment.
0: I, I think, uh, and and okay, to play devil's advocate, I guess OP does have the right to be like, hey, like, what you're doing is a little distracting. Is there, you know, I, I'm I'm struggling. Could you be more aware of it? You know, communicate or something um but yeah the the doctor comment
1: is definitely it's a little funny to me too because like when i think about like i'm assuming this is like college age if they're i I don't know that's that's my assumption here
0: yeah i mean private school with the classes are saying professors so i'm assuming Assuming college college. yeah
1: um but oh god what was i saying okay when i i remember when i was in college like those kind of things were like we got off on tangents and stuff were fun and i enjoyed them and yeah. like it was fun to like not have to worry about being so hyper focused on school and making sure i got all the information and got a little break to just like relax in class yeah and like it it would not have bothered me so i i'm i am can not even like relate to OP. <laughs>
0: yeah i think the only time it would bother me is if like i truly was into the subject to the point where like i had more questions but like my questions were unable to be answered because somebody else was like changing the subject and like i'm not done talking about the topic so like can can we finish this topic and then move on kind of thing Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but like again that's probably more of a me problem right (laughs) um that happens in our group chat sometimes where like you know, I'm talking about something, but somebody else pipes in and like changes the subject. And I'm like, but I wasn't done talking about that. And it's like, that doesn't give me the right to be like, we can only talk about the things I want to talk
1: about. (laughs) I try to be so conscious of that. And like, I'm in a lot of group chats. I I also try to be conscious that like, when I'm in the chat, I'm making sure at the very minimum, I'm like reacting and speaking to everyone when they say something, because like, it's really easy for things to like get passed by, especially when you have more people in a chat. Um, so I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's times where like, I'll come to
0: the group chat and I'll talk about something or like, I'll mention something or, and then like, the next comment that's made just has absolutely nothing to do with what i just talked about and i'm just like hold on (laughs) i just want to talk about this topic real quick and then we can move on okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) so i know sometimes like in our chat like a lot of the conversation happens before i'm awake (laughs) yeah but sometimes like i just get so distracted because i'm like taking care of little fox or whatever and like I just forget to
0: reply. I do that too, <laughs> and that's that's not even like the the issue I'm talking. Uh, here's a perfect example: <laughs> <laughs> when we were planning for Friendsgiving, and I was like, yeah. "All right, let's plan on our menu," and then everything got talked about, but the menu. I was like, "Can we please, for the love of God, come back to the menu?" <laughs> And then we didn't. So like <laughs> and you, then you it and never I decided. Happened, what to do. So like I messaged you, and I'm like, okay, can you and I at least plan <laughs> this out? <laughs> and like, sometimes that does happen. And like, it was a me problem where I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna have to go and find a solution that works for myself because clearly not everybody's on the same page here. So I'm gonna figure this out, and we'll come back to it, kind of thing, you know right and like and sometimes that's just what you have to do (laughs) and you don't have the right to be like can you get your fucking shit together long enough because you're distracting me
1: (laughs) i'm sorry like i know sometimes for me like i'll just be in like a silly goofy mood (laughs) and i just start talking and it doesn't even dawn on me that like I need to stop. <laughs> we do that
0: though sometimes where we just like bounce random fucking stuff off of each other. It's yeah. like, do you ever think about alligators? What do you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you didn't answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a valid point. <laughs> the answer this is, a, is the topic at hand. Right. <laughs>
0: and and then we end up talking about dogs and squirrels (laughs) so yeah um to answer your question finally after all this time occasionally I do think about alligators (laughs) I think about the fact that I lived in Florida for two years and I never saw an alligator in the wild
1: that's isn't that mind-blowing funny like yeah
0: in in Miami of all places like that close to the Everglades I was I I wasn't in the Everglades, but that close to the Everglades, you expect to see an alligator from time
1: to time. Even the alligators are like, can't go in Miami.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're like, these people are out of their damn minds. We're just gonna stay clear.
1: Alligators okay, like no nah, this is nah,
0: crazy. <laughs> nah, it ain't for me, bro. It ain't for me. Yeah. So, okay. How did we get here?
1: <laughs> the same way we always do. <laughs> I think that we have concluded that OP is the asshole in this situation.
0: Yeah, we definitely have an asshole on our hands here. OP, do better.
1: This is a, a rare one for us, I, I feel know, like. We I usually don't deem somebody the asshole. So I know. <sighs> nice change. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. It's refreshing. <laughs> it's, it's refreshing to roast somebody for once. For once. For once.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, we typically roast somebody in the story, but it's usually not OP. So <laughs> all right. Well, I think we can go ahead and move on to the next one before we get severely off topic again.
1: To the next. To the next. All right. Here we are with story number four coming from (laughs) r slash am I the asshole and it's titled Am I the asshole for disagreeing with my daughter's ADHD diagnosis? Are you a doctor? (laughs) And this immediately tells me what I need to know this is a throwaway account for obvious reasons oh
0: jesus christ
1: don't hold me accountable i don't want you to know who i am yesterday my daughter 25 female told me 45 female that her therapist diagnosed her with adhd i know that she has been struggling with her mental health for a while and that she is taking antidepressants for mdd i also want to point out that she had kind of a rough childhood which I won't go into too much detail about, and I wasn't always the best mom to her when she was a teenager, but I did try my best for her and her brother after her father and I went through a very nasty divorce and I became a single mom. Holy, run on sentence. (laughs) (laughs) I did everything I could for them, but working three jobs just to feed and clothe them left little time for much else. Side note, I've dealt with a lot of my own issues since then as this was over a decade ago. I've become a much different person, and my daughter has even told me multiple times how much better of a mother I am now that I'm not dealing with all of that. Mm -mm. That's a lot of explanation. Yeah, it is.
0: (laughs) It's like, to me, like, it's all valid, and I'll let you get back to reading in just a second. It's all valid, but it also sounds like she's setting it up so that we pity her instead of calling her an asshole.
1: Exactly. Continues, I, uh, I immediately told her that I disagreed with the diagnosis and that she, and she was very offended. I told her that I don't really believe in some of the quantitative testing they do for ADHD. Oh
0: my god.
1: As I worked at a child development center for 11 years. Yeah, that <laughs>
0: qualifies you to diagnose everyone.
1: Oh wait, it continues. I, I For 11 years of my life and have a good idea about what this kind of thing looks like. She told me that I really haven't lived with her since she was a teenager because of what I mentioned before. I obviously physically live with her and that I know nothing of the general living habits in her adult life and how it's affecting her on a day-to-day basis. She said that it has become crippling and she even told me that she realized some of these things she can trace back to childhood. She mentioned procrastination, careless mistakes, and getting easily distracted among them, which I'm pretty sure is common in most school-age kids. Oh
0: my god.
1: I told her that everyone has their quirks and issues, but that's just a part of life because everyone has their own struggles and they deal with them differently. She cried to me, saying that she felt like I was invalidating her experiences and her diagnosis and that I was being unsupportive, even though I was just trying to be realistic. She has always... She's always had somewhat of a flair for the drama. Oh,
0: for fuck's sake. Ugh. I wonder where she gets that from.
1: So Reddit, am I the asshole? Yes. <laughs> Undeniably. And then we have a couple edits that were added. The first one says, I do not have any kind of degree in psychology, but I do hold a sociology degree. Just a fact to know. Because, That's not the same
0: thing. Because
1: sociology and psychology are the same, right? not the same thing. <laughs> And then edit two says, the only reason I mentioned my degree was because someone asked about my education in the comments, not because I'm trying to suggest that I'm a professional. But Your
0: whole post suggests that you think you know more than the professionals, so yeah. it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. I. You are the asshole. Oh, 100%. God. Undeniably so. Reddit has agreed with us. Oh. You have been deemed the asshole because you are. We have two assholes in the same episode. This is how do we do that? Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. The first comment says, You're the asshole. She got a diagnosis from a professional. Women are not usually diagnosed with ADHD until later in life, if at all, as a lot of the symptoms can be marked at an earlier age. Or I'm sorry, a lot of the symptoms can be masked at an earlier age or dismissed as other things. You are wrong. Precisely. Mm Cause like if a girl is like really talkative, oh she's just chatty like a girl, right?
0: It's just being a teenager, mm-hmm. and you know everybody chalks mistakes in school and hyperactivity up to just their kids. Yeah, all kids like. are like that, right? Mm-hmm.
1: You know I've talked about this a lot with Derek and how I uh, missed this when I was a kid. Like the symptoms were there, but like I just didn't know it. And I think I like one of my hyper focuses. Was school, mm-hmm. you know, because like Derek would talk about like how he would be bored in school when he was a kid, and like it was easy for him to fall asleep or just not do the work. Mm-hmm. And it, for me, I was so paranoid that I was going to miss something that was vitally important. That I was alert about everything, and I had to take notes on everything, and everything had to have details, and I had to, I had to know all of it. I couldn't miss anything. Right. Like I can remember to the point. Uh, when I was like in high school, like my later years of high school, like if I missed a day of school, I was panicked about it. I would go to school like if I was super sick, right. like because I was so worried I would miss something and then I would just I wouldn't get that information ever,
0: yeah, I remember in high school, I was a chronic procrastinator, like to the point where like it was easier for me to pull an all nighter to get an a, a, a an assignment done that I had known about for a month. it was for me to manage my time in any way that made it to where i would have it done before that point
1: yep i was also like that at some in some things too like i think honestly i gave myself too much work in high school
0: yeah and i was the same way i did the same thing in college i mean i remember trying to take 21 credit hours Mm -hmm. in college on top i I mean in in 21 credit hours for those of you who, who may not have ever gone to college 15 credit hours was considered a full course load. I'm pretty sure.
1: I think it's like 15 to 18 is considered full time. I, I believe, right. so yeah.
0: And so 18 was typically like the top of what you could do before you had to get approved for what was called course overload. So I had to go to an advisor and have them sign off on me taking 21 credit hours because I was overloading myself so much that like, I thought I could handle that many classes. And just another fun fact, all through college, I worked two jobs. Mm-hmm. I worked seven days a week. I went to school five days a week and I was still trying to take 21 credit hours. And somehow I managed to like, graduate with honors and all of these things. But like, it it's, it's so beyond me because in my first year, to two years in college, I struggled with that time management. I did not know how to manage myself and hold myself accountable. So I never went to class. I was on like academic suspension, academic probation all the time because like I was failing classes that I never showed up to because for the first time in my life, I didn't have somebody like running my life for me. It was up to me to show up to class and I had the option not to go. I didn't think about the fact that I was paying for that. (laughs) (laughs) I think about that now that student loans are like a thing that I have to think about. But back then it was just a, this isn't a problem that I have to deal with right now. So um, it was just another form of that procrastination, essentially. Like, this is not a problem for me now. It's going to be a problem for me later, but I'm not thinking about later. So yeah, I mean, for the first two years of college, like, it's amazing to me that I ever made it to not one degree, but two degrees. Because like, if you had looked at my transcripts and my my academic record at that point, like I looked like the worst student in the world. And after I focused myself and said like, no, I'm not gonna be that student. I never got anything below a B. I think I had almost straight A's for the rest of my college career. I had straight A's all through grad school, but like the rest of my college career from that point on, Definitely nothing lower than a B.
1: You know, I think a lot of it helps, too. As you get into, like, you know, your junior and senior year of college, you're actually, like, doing the things you – you're interested in like you're doing your major stuff typically because typically when you start out you're doing like the stuff you have to do
0: right a lot of it was like my gen eds and stuff that i was failing especially math i had to take college algebra like three times before i passed it
1: i uh, i too would often skip my college algebra (laughs) class and then i would only show up on like test days yeah
0: (laughs) I did that with my child development
1: class. <laughs> and honestly, the, the only reason I really passed my college algebra class was because our teacher dropped our lowest test score. Oh, because wow. so many of us had <laughs> such a low test score. So she just dropped it. So we would all pass. <laughs> you know,
0: I hated math so much. And I was so bad at math that it was one of the deciding factors in what I was going to do as far as a degree. Mm-hmm. I yeah. and I I chose English because I was like I will not have to take any math classes. Aside. Once I have my gen eds done,
1: I won't have to touch math ever again if I don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> you know I went into college and not really knowing what I wanted to do.
0: Yeah, same. I, I changed just, my major
1: four times. Yep, I can't. I mean, I changed my major. I think a lot. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I just didn't know what I wanted to do and. It was so hard. You know, like how are you do you expect like 18 year olds to just go out and just well figure out your life?
0: Right. Well, we were 18 year olds supposed to be able to figure out our whole lives, but not only that, but both of us were first generation college students. Yeah. With absolutely no guidance on what we were supposed to be doing. We were 18-year-old first generation college students with undiagnosed ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> and yet somehow we're sitting here with three college degrees between the two of us
1: <laughs> yeah you know and we've done we've tr- we've studied abroad both of us yeah we have like we we i'm proud of us we're, so good. we are
0: bad bitches we did so well <laughs> we really did i mean we did that all on our own i mean nobody did it for us
1: yeah because like when i think about like when i went to china to study abroad like um my boyfriend at the time he was very involved with like the international program at our school and stuff and i was in the middle of i think it was a shakespeare class Mm -hmm. and he called me and was like you need to come outside right now what and i was like okay so i got outside of the classroom because i think something's wrong and he's like you got to sign up for this program right now for study abroad in china i was like okay and i just figured out how to do it like i figured out how to come up with the money and i just I mean it took out a loan which like wasn't the best thing to do but same. Yeah. <laughs> i was like okay like it was it was such an adhd thing like yeah <laughs> okay. i was just like okay let's you go to china <laughs> honestly
0: though mine kind of happened the same way i was sitting in one of my creative writing classes in undergrad and my professor was the one he was teaching the, the course in london and um he just had a flyer and he's like i'm teaching this course we're going to be doing british literature so we're going to be studying you know harry potter and um you heard that like, okay i, I heard I'm harry board. potter and i was on board <laughs> but also like jabberwocky you know i'm a big alice in wonderland fan mm. and like of course london like you say london and i'm like bitch, what <laughs> so i never ever, ever even put thought into the idea that I would ever study abroad. I was like, that's just not something that I could do. But I heard that and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I took one of the flyers just on a whim. I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to make this happen. But I couldn't stop hyper focusing on it. And I went home that night and I asked my parents, I'm like, what do you think about me doing this? And, you know, both of us, our, our courses weren't like a semester abroad. It was like a few weeks, you know, so it was a little more manageable. We weren't going to be away from home and work for that long. Um, I don't know if you worked during
1: college, but I definitely did. I worked for the college. Okay, so, so you were like a yeah. student
0: worker. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, I had like full-time jobs off campus. So um, I had to figure out, you know, my vacation and how much i would have to take unpaid and all of these things i I was like so hyper focused on it that i figured it out i did also take out additional loans my parents weren't thrilled about it but they were like you want to do it so and then i saved up money i worked my ass off and saved up money so i'd have spending money there and i did that not once but twice i did it two years in a row (laughs) and one class was british literature that featured Harry Potter, the other class was literally a Harry Potter on the screen and on the page class where it was all Harry Potter. We studied the movies and the books, the literary things behind them. We went around London and saw like all the film sites and we went to the studios and all these different things like mind blowing experiences that I wouldn't trade for the world. I made some of the most amazing friends that I still talk to today. just one of those experiences that is unforgettable and i don't regret it for a second
1: exactly i was gonna say the same thing like all of that but like you know so you took out a loan but you got that experience and you like that's priceless it like. was definitely
0: <laughs> invest an investment that was worth making yes
1: because like when i think about going to like china it's like the coolest thing i've ever done truly
0: truly i mean like
1: it's not something everyone has done
0: no i mean there's so many people that are like no i've never left the country And I used to be one of those. I I, I had never been anywhere before. And then I traveled to London by myself twice. I didn't have my family there. I didn't know my classmates. Most of them anyway.
1: And you know, when I think about those trips, I'm sure like we both faced things on those trips that we just had to figure out on our own. Like... When i got to china they lost our luggage and i was without my oh stuff Oh my god for, that's my
0: worst nightmare yeah
1: I, was, <laughs> I didn't have anything for like three or four days and had to go out and like buy stuff and like i was thinner now than i am or thinner than than i am now but like even then i was considered like a bigger person for china right and yeah. like it was hard to find clothes and like i was borrowing stuff from people and like luckily i had packed like my toothbrush in my bag and like stuff like that but like. It was one of those things I had to figure out. And just like the first night I was there, I was sick from like I ate something. And I had oh. to figure it out. And like I did.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ended up sick in London too. Had some respiratory things going on, which that's just the story of my life. My allergies are so bad. But um, I'll never forget. One of my best adventures was me and my friend. Um, it was – pitch black nighttime outside but we were bored we were at the hotel and we were like we can literally do anything we're in another country in another city let's go explore so so we hopped on the tube which is the the underground the the railway system there um and we got off on a random stop and we walked the city all the way back to our hotel like just trying to like recognize where we were as far as like landmarks and things like that And just like, honestly, one of the most probably risky but amazing things that I've ever done was just to like get off at a random tube stop and walk my ass through an unfamiliar city to find my hotel. We didn't have access to our phones because we were on international time and phones worked a little bit differently back then than they do now. I mean, it wasn't that long ago, but we're talking a solid almost decade ago.
1: Like, um like I had to have a special plan while I was in China. I didn't my pay phone. for
0: a special plan, so my phone was pretty much on airplane mode the whole time. I could only use it if I could connect to Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we just kind of had to rely on what looked familiar as far as landmarks, but we did it and we mm-hmm. had so much fun. We saw so much that night and it was like just so spontaneous, just so memorable. Wouldn't trade that experience mm-hmm. for the world. Um but yeah, I mean, honestly, one of those life-changing experiences that I'm so glad that like my ADHD made me hyperfixate on it because like I wasn't always that bold, you know? <laughs> right,
1: like just doing something on a whim like that, and it's just kind of incredible. I, I don't think I would do that now
0: yeah I don't know that I have it in me I think I overanalyze everything so much now but I was a lot more spontaneous back then I think I could afford to be more spontaneous yeah because you know
1: you didn't have rent or like a mortgage I didn't or... have
0: responsibilities yeah. like my biggest responsibility was like a $200 car payment right <laughs> so yeah I mean as an adult now an adult adult I was
1: what like 21 back when I did that it doesn't feel like you're an adult when you're in college. Like you no. are, but you don't feel like it. <laughs> right, yeah. I
0: mean, like, I, I was barely an adult. And so, like, now as, like, you know, a 31-year-old woman who has been married and had her own place and is responsible for her own life, like, I definitely think more about what I'm doing. But I still have those moments where, like, sometimes my hyperfixation is going to win. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I want to start a business right now. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to throw all this money into it and I'm going to start a business and just hope it works out (laughs) (laughs) and done that a couple of times. Yeah. (laughs) But it it was fun while it lasted, but, um,
1: yeah, but alas,
0: (laughs) Um, but alas, now I have a bunch of supplies sitting in a closet
1: that don't get used and unless you know you're doing like i don't know like a A swiftness calendar for your best friend
0: i can't believe it's taken us this long to talk about our swiftness advent calendars
1: yes so we decided this year and i think for all the years to come really (laughs) we're going to make each other uh, advent calendars Based on whatever we're hyper focusing on. <laughs> <laughs> and this year we chose Taylor Swift. <laughs> of, course, of course we did. So we have 13 days of Swift that we made for each other. And just, I've only
0: made 12 so far, but you know. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'll get there procrastination it'll happen at the last minute
1: but i we, i know we both did it we both bought stuff to make things and then like it, it didn't work out or we didn't make it or we didn't like it or whatever right and now we have a bunch of supplies
0: <laughs> i know and honestly they might become a part of little fox's christmas gift um if some of them don't get used because i feel like it's something that she would at least have
1: fun with so <laughs> Mine will eventually be in my craft slash, slash witch room in my basement. <laughs> love I
0: love that for you. <laughs> I don't have a room that I can do that with, but I turned my china cabinet into a craft closet. So, you know, yeah, that's something. Um, but yeah, we're going to be sharing with you all each day that we open something up starting the 12th. Um, so we we brought our, our miss gifts to exchange tonight to, with each other and starting this week we're going to be opening each gift um one day at a time um so we look forward to sharing that with you guys we had so much fun putting this together (laughs) yes
1: they were labors of love (laughs) absolutely
0: they were and um i'm really excited to see how our minds worked differently with this because you approached yours really in that like taylor swift easter egg like you really got inside of that and mine is just like a hodgepodge of stuff
1: <laughs> i mean i there are some things that aren't easter eggs that okay. will apply to other things okay um that you'll just have to see
0: yeah i mean some of mine are relevant to specific songs some of them are relevant just to the Eras tour mm-hmm. and then some of them are just taylor swift like yeah so
1: i mean so listeners katie has seen her day one <laughs> because yes. i can't wrap it because that is a skill i do not possess <laughs> <laughs> but um it is Eris themed
0: yeah yeah you
1: guys will see it on tuesday tuesday yeah, yeah. well that'll be after you listen to this so
0: <laughs> <laughs> you'll still see it on tuesday but you'll know about it before you hear this episode, yeah so. <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's been really fun though i I still have so many different ideas that never came to fruition. So, like, who knows what I'll do with those if I do anything with them. But and we still have our ugly Christmas ornament exchange to do later this yeah. month
1: too. I don't know if I'll have mine in time for you. You might get it like, I don't know, like next year, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I still have to like, you know, buy it from Stacy. <laughs> oh, okay. Well mine
0: is on the way for you. It's just not here yet.
1: You know, I've mentioned to Stacey a few times, and I think I know i've forgotten and i'm sure stacy's forgotten because she has a whole business yeah right (laughs) She can't just remember my stuff five
0: children five children that woman has stacy is
1: amazing (laughs) she is superwoman i just everyone should support her shop precious gem design precious gems designs her little bats are so cute and her embroidered stuff just so cute Mm -hmm, yeah i could go on and on about all the small businesses i love
0: yeah yeah we've talked small business on here before maybe we'll do an episode where we just like hype up small businesses
1: yes
0: that would be a cool episode yes i'm
1: gonna text it to you right now so we don't forget yeah (laughs) yeah
0: well that's something that we can look at for the future um but it's probably about time for us to wrap this episode up what do you think i think so because if we keep going the adhd is going to take over again so with that being said um y'all know where to find us we're on all the social media channels uh well not all of them but facebook instagram TikTok. we're on there and we are working diligently on a plan for posting more so we hope to have more content coming to you guys on there soon um i think one of our goals for the new year is also going to be to get content up on patreon we've been talking about ideas for it so we'll keep y'all posted as we uh come up with new ideas for that um but until then all of the things that you do help to support us listening sharing engaging all of these things are so so important to helping us grow
1: um yes and like especially like sharing with your friends mm -hmm. um i just saw a friend last night in a chat just share our link and like it made me feel so good (laughs) like yeah
0: yeah I had somebody reach out to me the other day that asked me he he asked me how the podcast was going I told him it was good he said send me a link I want to listen but yeah I mean all of those things help us so much so we really appreciate those of you who um who share and who listen who have been here for the long haul um we want to keep steadily growing so we're gonna be trying to pump out as much as we can to make that happen yep But before we get off on any more tangents (laughs) and this episode becomes three hours long of just ADHD, I think we're going to call it a night. So with that, until next time, this has been Brew of a Kind. kind. Bye, Bye, y'all. Bye.